Well, the Tampa Bay Rays are on a little bit of a roll here. Another win, this time on the road against the Minnesota Twins. A feel-good win to start the week is amazing. Let's get started right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we are the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Rays. You can also find us on all the other social media platforms, Instagram and X. And the traditional podcast is also on all other platforms, too. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. If you have a mailbag question, comment, concern, hot take, whatever it may be. Well, the Tampa Bay Rays take down the Minnesota Twinkies by a score of 7-4. to four. The Rays improve to 89-56 and 56 on the year. The Twins fall to 75-69 and 69 on the year. So Tampa Bay inching closer to that 90W Mark, question, will they get to 100 dubs? Ooh. Ooh, I did not see this question coming in, Kevin. Uh, I figured yeah. I would come out hot and bring it up. I mean, they're 11 away, and, and I phrased it, not can they, because, of course. They can. They can, but will they? 11 out of 17, so they have to go 11 and 4, and their schedule so people can actually play along with us. Their schedule looks two against Minnesota, four against Baltimore, three against uh, Angels, three against Toronto, two against Boston, two against three against Toronto. The answer is no. They cannot win 11 out of 17. Or no, sorry. They will not win 11 out of 17. They can, but they're not going to. Um, now, if I'm looking at it, in a very positive view, I can say you take down Minnesota. So you take one, then let's say three. That's four wins, five, six wins against Angels, seven, eight, nine. I think nine is instead of 11, you get to nine. So nine more, they would have. 98 wins 98 wins pretty darn good well i'll tell you this if the rays put up offensive numbers like they did last night 13 hits seven runs yandy diaz getting four hits a triple away from the cycle taylor walls going deep and i should also note yandy diaz congratulations to him getting his 20th homer of the year if we see offensive production like that and maybe some trickery or putting having a guy do what he should be doing i.e vidal brujan laying down bunts on the right side that should be part of his repertoire that should be part of his gameplay then the rays uh, might be in good shape down the stretch despite Mm -hmm. the injuries in absences they've experienced of late. And there's another that we'll probably uh, get to at some point in this episode too. And, you know, the thing is when you talk about the bullpen, the bullpen is stable right now. We, we mentioned that last week. Uh, 
you talk about the offense, they've been on a roll. Uh, the last four games, which they've won, they've scored six or seven runs in each game. The The stretch run is coming. The The starting pitching just needs to give us a little bit of length. Uh, in, in order for me to be feeling 100% confident, right now I'm like a 90% confidence. If yeah. you if you want a hundred, then you know I need to see. Okay, we saw six from Glass. Can I get now the next? You know, a seven from Savali, a six and two thirds from from Eflin. I need that to be a hundred percent confident. But the team is rolling right now, and they they're they're doing great. I think if, if we just start off with with Glass now, that one pitch, man, uh, to Royce Lewis, uh, definitely want want to get that back, but. He pitched really well, and I know that the line seems, you know, sloppy with the six innings and the four and runs, but I think he pitched better than that line. Yeah, and again, I mean, the team was still in the game at that point, so you go deep, deep enough, six innings, and let the bullpen clean it up from there. Kevin Kelly, Jake Diekman, and your boy Pete Fairbanks, which I've got another follow-up question. So Pete Fairbanks getting his 23rd save of the year will he get to 25 saves yes i do believe that yeah 25 yeah yeah i thought you were gonna be uh gung-ho and and put that 3-0 and i was gonna say oh that'd be a yeah something (laughs) yeah we would probably not have any uh well i would just say that there would be some uh, stressful moments that would be taking place over the last couple weeks of the season if uh, Fairbanks was put in that many save situations. By the way, uh, they have 17 games left, 11 to get to 100. I said they're going to get to 98 with nine wins, which, you know, it's 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 an amazing feat. How do you see it laying out with 17 games left? No, I think that's fair. I don't think they're going to get quite to 100, but I would hope that over the next 17 that, you know, uh, you get, 9, 10, 11 wins, something like that. I, I think just under 100 is probably what they're going to wind up doing just based on um, the schedule and opponents down the stretch. Again, if they were facing the Athletics or the Royals or another crap team, but you've got a lot, of, a lot of other teams down the stretch of the schedule here that are playing for something and also want to um, make some noise as well. And um, I think it's also, you know, something has to be said and you have to wonder if um, – you know, the Rays certainly want to try to win the division, but you also have to be mindful of making sure guys are, are rested and ready to go. And there's some, some, um, oh, whatever it is. Uh, what's the term that they use in the NBA? Load uh, management. Load management. Some load yeah. management uh, well, before the playoffs. I, 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 I see where you're coming from, and you know exactly where I'm going with this, Kevin. I don't need to see excessive load management. I need the guys to start the game. If you want to take them out in the sixth or the seventh, fine. They need reps. You cannot make the same mistake that you did in 2022. Randy not hitting, Yanni not hitting, Harold not out of the lineup. Like That is not okay. Kevin Cash, I know you're a fan of the show. Listen to us. Please do not make the same mistake twice. Um, that 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 would be a detriment for these guys. Uh, you know, time timing wise, you got to get them in the game. You want to give them some rest? Fine. They make it like a spring training game. You get two and a half at bats per game. 
and then you, you you sit on the bench and you and you cheer for the guys. That's it. Yeah. And for the most part, these guys are uh, spring chickens. They're not the Yankees where everybody on the roster is, you know, 33, 34, 35 and uh, doesn't have any flexibility or um, they're they're just not on their last leg, but they're not as spry as they were when they were 24, 25, 26, 27, whatever it may be. Uh, we have more to discuss, but first we have to tell you this. Uh, as you surely know, the MLB playoffs are around the corner, which means the clock is ticking on your chance to 100 times your cash on daily fantasy baseball. Baseball has never been more exciting than it is now with studs like Acuna, Betts, Otani, we can throw Yandy Diaz onto the list as well. Pick more or less on stats for these stars like home runs, hits, strikeouts, and more. Um, here's the thing. With Sleeper, you can get up to a 100 times payout. Uh, just pick, just make your picks right, and you could win big. So use promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. Be sure to see Sleeper's terms of use for details and all that. Go there today. It's a really cool fantasy baseball app, Sleeper. There it is. Um, okay. Uh want to mention this. Uh, some unfortunate news from the game. Uh, Jose Siri is going to be out for some extended time after getting uh, hit by a pitch. And um, that's, you know, one of the last things that the Rays need because Manny Margot is already on the IL. The Rays are dealing with other injuries up and down the roster, but I think uh, there's certainly going to be a void with the absence of, of Jose Siri based on everything that he brings to the table from the power to the speed to the defense to the way he plays bringing some energy excitement and enthusiasm just a spark overall and you know if you probably talk to an interview the pitchers be it a starter or reliever there's probably a little bit of wonderment of man, I felt so calm, cool, and collected when Jose Siri was rolling out in center field. I could get away with pretty much anything. And now it's not going to be the case because you're really going to have, you're going to be rolling out because you don't have Margot. You're going to be rolling out a, a third string, fourth string, a, really a guy who's not accustomed or prepared or should be a center fielder will have to get center field reps, be it Josh Lowe, Luke Rayleigh, Vidal Brujan, whatever. Yeah, you're going to see uh, definitely a a a downturn in in defensive prowess from the center field position. You're you're probably going to see a lot of Luke Rayleigh slash Josh Lowe, and you know I, I feel like th those are capable corner outfielders, but yeah. when you put them in center field, that's that's a little different. And now I'm thinking you're going to see obviously Randy in left, probably Luke Rayleigh in center most more than likely and then josh Lowe on right on in right field and then what are we, are we talking who do you okay question yeah if you need one spot do you give it to bruhan so that he can have his glove out there speed but you have his bat in the lineup or you sacrifice the defense you put harold ramirez in a corner outfield spot like right field and and but he ha you have his bat in the lineup. I want to hear people in the comments before yeah. Kevin answers. 
I want to hear people in the comments. What would you rather have? Harold in right field, but with his bat, or Vidal Brujan in center field with his glove, but his bat in the lineup? Kevin, what do you say? True, that's tough. And I hate to give a non-answer to this question, but I do think it depends on the matchup and who the Rays are facing and who's on the mound. Like, do you have a guy on the mound that is not going to give hits up to the corners or to where Harold would be playing? Now, I'll say this. If we see more of this Vidal Brujan bunting action, I'm all for that. But generally speaking, especially as we're going into the playoffs, I'd much rather see more Hale Ramirez than Vidal Brujan in any case or situation. But going beyond this, um, I think it could have a little bit of a domino effect in the sense of we had mentioned it in the last segment. You want these guys to get reps. You want these guys to get, uh, to get gameplay. You want these guys to get action and be ready, comfortable and confident for a playoff run. Well, Jose Siri really isn't going to get any action until he gets to the playoffs. So, how cold is he going to be? Is he going to be ready? Is it going to be like drinking from a fire hose? And sometimes it takes guys several, several at-bats, several weeks to get back in the group. I think the defense will travel, the defense will play, but as far as doing things offensively, that could be a little bit more of a challenge. And also tied into that, you have a guy who's not used to playing as much center field or multiple guys be it Josh Lowe, Luke Rayleigh, Vidal Brujan. That's another thing that they have to focus on and think about and draw attention to. How does that impact them at the plate and in other aspects? We talk about the, the pressure of what position you're playing defensively and how it can impact the rest of your game. Again, um, exhibit A here with Yandy Diaz. He moves a, uh, away from third base to first base. Um, I, I don't think it's all coincidence that he's having a career year this year. I think there's some other factors too. He's finally a yeah. little bit more healthy and um, he's got that contract, which allows him to really settle in and be comfortable. Um, but uh, I, I think just the, the stress of a position defensively can, um, can, can be an added weight, if you will. Yeah. And, and we all know that series already a wild guy at the plate. And, you know, it, it has served him well in the power uh, department, right. but the on base is like a 280, man. Like, so, so you're, you're talking a guy that will not be swinging a bat for three weeks uh, to go into the playoffs. He's no Yandy Diaz. Like Yandy Diaz did not play for two and a half months in his first two at bats in the playoffs. He goes Abo Taco twice. Yeah, that's Yandy Diaz. That's not Jose Siri. Jose Siri needs timing. He needs, you know, to shorten that swing. He's going to be wild. So you can expect pretty much not a lot of defensive. You, you could expect, I mean, you could expect Brandon Lau type of production from Jose Siri in the playoffs offensively because not only I think he could be pressing and chasing and finding his groove again, but his power maybe sapped to some extent in recovering from that injury. So he's not even bringing, he may not even bring that element to his game that we're so used to seeing. So which has been his be calling a, card. A 260, 250 on base percentage guy that's hitting for no power. Exactly. So I, I don't, this is, this is a not so great news for the race that, that he's going to be missing this amount of time. And, and you're right. Like you, you might be, 
expecting uh, <laughs> that was a great way of saying it Brandon Lout type of production in, in October uh hopefully that turns around for Brandon this year but yeah uh, you 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 don't don't put Jose Siri in your October plans as a oh this guy in the lineup obviously yeah. is going to produce like don't do that anymore you can't do that anymore don't play games with yourself don't play games with others um on 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 that and but uh, you know I, I do want to say I I am Shift, shifting a little bit the talk to to Vidal Bruhan. Glad that my man's listening to Locked on Race. We yes. mentioned it last week. Please, how can you not bunt first and third with your abilities? How can you not bunt Vidal? Vidal said, Ulysses, Kevin, I got you. Next time I will. Guess what? Mm-hmm. Yesterday evening, he does that. And guess what? That's what use your skills you don't have to be anybody else something that kevin kiermaier did not learn until his last year with the rays like dude kiermaier you're not a power hitter stop looking for home runs use your wheels that's what you have to do vidal bruhan that's what you got to do you 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 have the softest exit velocity in in the majors you have like the the second lowest WRC plus since you debuted in the major leagues, like perhaps do something else instead of doing the same thing and, and keep getting the same result. Isn't that insanity? The, the, there is uh, the definition of, of insanity. Keep yeah. doing the same thing, expecting a different result. Dude, do something else. Boom. Bunting. Yes. Give me more of that. Vidal. Give me more of that. You're not getting paid there to, to drop bombs. Okay, that that's other people's jobs. Your job is to use your speed, your contact skills, and you push down a run. Fantastic, great job, Vidal. Yeah, you got to do more of that. Uh, it's you've got to bring more to the table than hey, I can play four, five, six different positions. I can go from second base to third base to shortstop to right field. And if you're going to play those different positions, you need to at least be serviceable at them as well. So um, I think it's just a case of. How long did it take Kevin Kiermaier for him to realize that he can't or shouldn't be a swing for the fences guy? I don't know. It took him till the the end of his days in a raised uniform. You know, it took him a decade, basically. So maybe it's a, a good sign for Vidal that we're starting to see more of this angle from him. And maybe it'll be a focal point in the offseason as well, because you got to do something. If, if the traditional uh, swinging follow through bat isn't working you got to find a way to to get on base somehow some shape some form whatever it may be and going back to jose siri for a second um even if his bat doesn't carry in the playoffs we know the defense should so hopefully uh if it is a case of him having a brandon lau-esque postseason uh appearance or showing then um you know, the range will still be there. The arm strength will be there. Maybe he saves uh, several runs, gets several outs above average in his action. I will say that um, for all his faults and flaws um, at the plate and what could be in his return, he doesn't seem like a guy that will shy away from the moment in the atmosphere of the playoffs. Unlike others. So maybe he has that going for him. And again, uh, maybe he gets hit by another pitch or in a alternate universe draws a walk and he can steal second and third and, and get home a different way. So uh, there's multiple ways to, to skin a cat there as well. But um, 
the strikeout percentage probably isn't going to look too good. The walk percentage probably isn't going to look too good. The chase percentage isn't going to look too good. The whiff percentage isn't going to look too good. So just want to forewarn you all of that. Uh, We have more to discuss, Ulysses, but first we have to tell the audience about something extremely, extremely important. And that is that the Rays have one more homestand, three games against the Angels, three games against the Toronto Blue Jays. And maybe you want to have some – some opportunity to, to see the Rays for a last time in the 2023 uh, uh, MLB season. Hey, guess what? Go to Game Time. Download the Game Time app because Game Time is the place for last minute ticket detail uh, deals. You can uh, get exclusive flash deals on besides baseball. Football is starting. I know people are excited about that. Uh, you know, Kevin's Colts are, are going to be playing very soon, right? Are they doing OK, the Colts? Uh, they lost their first game to the Jaguars. Anthony Richardson, the rookie first rounder, top draft pick uh, out of Florida, looked uh, like the savior. Um, okay. So they look better, I think, than in years past. The Buccaneers got a win they with did. Baker Mayfield at the helm. Nobody expected that. So things could be rolling along here. Well, you can see all of these guys that Kevin just mentioned that, well, of course, I know using the Game Time app. So, you know, the, the it's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. You can get images of your seat before you buy, which is fantastic. So you can get already a, a view of what to expect when you arrive. And when you buy the tickets, it's a matter of seconds and they're sent directly to your phone. So you don't have to dig through your email. So today. Snag the tickets without the stress. Download the Game Time app. Create an account. And as you can see on the screen, if you're on YouTube, use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, just create an account. It's super simple. It takes you 30 seconds to do. And you can use redeem code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. Speaking of homestands, did you not go to a Rays game this past weekend? I did, and it was the Saturday walk-off victory with Yandi going uh, oppo, and it was such an awesome game, man. Was that the Venezuelan Heritage Day? Indeed. I could not. I was a little bit too late on Uh, the Venezuelan Heritage tickets, but a mutual friend of ours who will who will remain unnamed on the show, he uh, came through. He came through clutch, and uh, he gave uh, me a couple of tickets that were just awesome. So thank you to him. I, I said thank you, thanks to him on Monday's episode. I will say it again. Thank you. But you did not wind up with a hat. I did not wind up with a hat. And I asked uh, the the customer service reps, you know. But like, I'll buy one. I'll pay 60 bucks for a hat like that. I was like, I will give Stu Sternberg money in his face right now. You will give him $600 million give to do with what he wants. <laughs> I know these cost you $2 to make. I will give you 60 bucks, please. But, you know, apparently, you know, they go with the, with the ticket sales. But if I can have a little parentheses here for people that do like hats. So I was in one of my days in Tokyo. I was walking around, uh, of course, doing the 20,000 steps a day yeah. plus. And then I, 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 I run into, I was in the Shibuya district of, of Tokyo. And I see this huge uh, um, MLB cap store. I'm not going to go in in Tokyo. Let's go. I'm going in. So I go in. 
and they have every MLB team, awesome, you know, the, the, the normal hats. And then there was a special edition for certain teams. And I was like, oh, please let there be, let there be some Ray stuff here. And boom, I see this beauty. I see this beautiful hat. And I tell the guy, hey, is this new or something? And the guy goes, actually, we have a deal with MLB, this Tokyo store, that there's a special edition so that this is actually the only store that is holding these types of hats currently in the world. Wow. Okay. That's amazing. So you, you got the hat, I presume. So you 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 tell me I'm going to possibly be the first Tampa Bay resident that buys a hat about Tampa Bay Rays in Tokyo, and I'm not going to buy it? I'm not going to be the first guy? Please. And then I said to him, when did these come out? He said, yesterday. I'm like, okay, wow. say less. I'm buying this damn hat. So this is what this hat looks like. Got to see this. Only if you're watching on YouTube. That is pretty neat. That's almost like a creamsicle Buccaneers uh, flair to it to some extent. Dude, yes. It is such a beautiful hat. I am just in love with this. I used it on the Saturday game. Very just, cool. Oh, love it. So there you I'm go. I'm surprised nobody room. asked you that, hey, where'd you get that hat? How can I cop that hat? That's right. That's right. They they should have, and I would have yeah. told them the story, and they would be like, "No, you're lying." And I was like, "No, I'm pretty not. I'm not lying." The only issue, of course, is you did not show the audience under the lid. It actually has Yoshi Sutsugo's signature there, so <laughs> it puts a little bit of a black mark there. But regardless, still a really yeah. cool hat. Yeah. No. Um. It, it was great. I was like, okay. And then they had everybody, you know. But certain teams had that. Uh, yeah. new little addition. So that was cool. I had to very cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, tonight we have Zach Littell going up against Joe Ryan. Don't cry now, Rays fans, but Joe Ryan is on a roll. 141 innings pitched, 169 strikeouts, a one point one two whip. Uh, he gets guys to chase like crazy. He doesn't walk anybody. He strikes out guys like crazy. Um, of course he was the guy that the Rays gave up along with Drew Strotman to acquire Nelson Cruz at the trade deadline a couple of years ago. Uh, the 27 year old is certainly having a year for him, but hopefully Zach Littell can, uh, battle mano y mano. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. And you know, uh, can, what, what's the saying? Can't cry over spilled milk. Yeah. Spilled milk meet Joe Ryan. And, um, that's, you know, Look, it sucks, but you know we did have that was the right. I will, I will forever say that was the right move. Oh, the, yeah, just the excitement factor alone, and being able to acquire Nelson Cruz at the trade deadline, and I think he provided a lot more than just what um, his box score numbers suggest. Um, it it definitely led. It, it was a point where wow, the Rays actually went out there and did something, and he did provide some value for and sure. BT Dubs, BT Dubs here. People forget if you're like, oh, he was already washed, man. He was an all-star that year, people. Yeah. He had 19 or so bombs before the all-star break. Let's, I mean, so so let's stop the narrative. Let's change, let, let's stop changing history. Like he was not washed. They got an all-star. Yeah, was he older? Of course he was, but he was still producing. So who cares? Um, so I, I I just wanted to say that, you know, a little bit because I think people have been changing their narrative like oh we just got to wash nelson cruz like no 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 no. he got washed with us yeah and he he did hit 13 homers in 55 games 
yeah, nothing to sneeze at. Nothing to sneeze at. So, and a big one in in the playoffs. But yeah, after that, um, pretty much silent. But again, Joe Ryan, good for him. Awesome that he's doing well. Hopefully, the race can get to him uh, early, and 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 so that that we can all breathe a little bit deeper, get that series win, and if we get that series win, our crossover with uh, Brandon Warren. Uh, will be much smoother because we will be recording with him a a crossover episode for Wednesday's episode, and that should be really fun. And it's always fun to be on the winning side of a crossover, people. So let's hope yes. for that. That would be nice for sure. All right, hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we will talk to you tomorrow.